You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzz, and we are speaking to 5X Press writer and counselor Manjot Man. We're talking about our piece, talking about essentially misogyny, how it's something learned at home, and how it is time to take action. Manjot, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. So please tell me, what made you want to explore this particular topic? Yeah, um, I think with everything that's been going on, you know, the story of Mandeep Kaur, and then, you know, we had just been talking a few weeks about Shania Khan. I just feel like it was necessary to have this conversation because it keeps happening. We keep having to talk about how these women are dying at the hands of men who have been taught that, you know, having power and acting a certain way is almost their right. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I want to talk about a f- the few examples that you're basing this off of. Now, for those who are not familiar with the Paul Brar story, what exactly happened there? Yeah, so after the case of Mindy Poor kind of went like viral on Twitter and Instagram, um, I guess Mr. Brar went on the radio to kind of air out his views, which is that we should be um, essentially giving some compassion to her husband, because we don't know the full story. And I think it was just mind-blowing how misogynistic it was, like this idea that A, like whatever happened in the privacy of their own home is their business, and B, that somehow <clears throat> the man essentially responsible for her death somehow deserves to have his side of the story heard, as if there might be some reason why he would have done it. Mm-hmm. And then now the other story, too, and this personality, I don't even know if I want to call him a personality, but that's what he's known for on TikTok. You've got Andrew Tate. Now, what exactly is he doing on social media? Oh, gosh, he is, you know, somebody who is perpetuating these misogynistic views. And he's essentially like the mouthpiece for, you know, a certain segment of the population who still believes that like women should not be driving, that they should have no rights, that they are the property of men. So, you know, just these abhorrent views that it's hard to fathom somebody is, is still holding on to. But yeah, he's gone viral for them and has now been banned from, um, I think, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, no, now there's definitely um, action being taken. And I will say that with Andrew Tate, his story was one that I was not familiar with because I heard he was mostly targeting a lot of young men, particularly between the ages of 18 to 24. And they said, well, if you're over the age of 24, chances are you don't really know who he is. So how Mm -hmm. troubling is it to that when you have someone like that, especially going after really young people and potentially, you know, vulnerable minds? I think it is extremely troubling, especially when you think about the fact that like misogyny starts at home, right? So we start to, like, learn this patriarchal structure, you know, inadvertently from our own family structures. And then to have this, like, mouthpiece who is getting a lot of airtime on, like, Instagram and Twitter and is, like, going viral, it's almost subconsciously, like, solidifying these views that, like, yeah, men are better than women. Women shouldn't have the same rights. So I feel like it's really sad to see, and it's probably not a good thing that it's, being targeted towards such a vulnerable population, ones who are still, you know, maybe forming opinions or working to understand, you know, equality and whatnot. Uh, Manjot, what has made Andrew Tate such a popular name uh, with the young crowd? Because he was just an obscure, I think, Big Brother contestant a couple of months Mm -hmm. back. And now there are like 127,000 members paying £39 a month to join his Hustlers University community. And he has quite a fan following, thanks to the ban. I I hope that is kind of abated, but... What is drawing young men to this kind of a personality who is actually seemingly very vile? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the fact that maybe he's saying things that 
appeal to them, you know? I mean, it's really hard to fathom what it is that they would be seeing in somebody who has such, you know, vile views. But I think there is a segment of the population that has maybe grown up being taught that, you know, there is a societal structure that men are, you know, at the top of the pyramid and women belong at the bottom. And so I imagine he's voicing some opinions that people are holding on to and they're happy to see coming into the mainstream. It kind of reminds me of like the Trump era you know, where we would see, like, all these alt-right groups come out and you would be like, where have they been? But I think they've always been there. Now they just have a spokesperson. And back home, you did mention uh, about Paul Brar. And uh, not too long ago, let me jog your memories to somewhere in March where another radio presenter said some pretty uh, absurd things about women in our community giving birth and abandoning, in quote, their babies by giving them up for adoption and called out to healthcare workers to give details about them. Nothing was done about mm-hmm. that. So this uh, Paul Brower episode is just another repeat, I believe, of something which was left off, left and with, you know, without being uh, kind of taken to task. Mm-hmm. I agree. And what kind of message does that send? Because he also didn't face any repercussions that I'm aware of. And I mean, I would like to see there be some repercussions for Mr. Barr because especially since there were so many people listening and there were people calling in, like there needs to be an example made and for people to understand like this is not okay, right? Like we should not have to keep talking about women dying at the hands of men and then knowing that this viewpoint and this patriarchal structure and just these vile views are also being reiterated on, you know, platforms where people are listening and I think I really do hope something comes of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the next question that we ask ourselves is, how do we tackle the issue of misogyny? Because it is rampant everywhere, all around the mm-hmm. world. We're seeing it on social media. We see it in our media. Who needs to step up? Is it the men? Is it the women? Is it both? Who needs to have these conversations? I think that's a great question. And, you know, personally, I think it's time for the men to step up. It's really tough as a woman to be fighting these battles, and it's also not always safe for us to do so. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always emotionally safe to keep bringing up this, hey, like, the patriarchal structure, it's, I don't like it, especially when you think about things that happen in the home. You know, especially, you know, growing up in a South Asian household, like, you probably saw gender inequality every single day. Like, maybe, you know, your grandparents favored your brother. Maybe your dad gets preferential treatment. You know, maybe you were treated different simply for being a girl. And I think the men need to step up in these spaces and also say, like, hey, this isn't okay. Like, I can also cook and clean, or my sister should also be given the same privileges as me. And I think it's important for men to start saying something, right? Otherwise, we just keep repeating the same patterns again and again. Exactly. And why do you think it's so hard to continue to break that pattern, that vicious one that seems to continue over and over again? What makes it so hard? I think it just becomes really comfortable when it's normal, right? Like we're all used to maybe like our baby giving roti to like dad and brother and us having to get up and serve like ourselves and something that's so innocuous like that. If we're not able to change it from the very get-go and change these small moments, it's really hard to change the bigger things. You know what I mean? Like it has to start small and it has to start at home. Mm-hmm. Manjot, I want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? No, thank you so much for having me. You take care. Thank you. Bye.